I want to warn you before we start. Um, <laughs> the beginning of this podcast is probably, maybe for some of you, slightly cringeworthy, but it's real, y'all. And we have to have a discussion about it. And it's my show. And so we're going to talk about it. And I'm just saying it. I don't know. I really can't say that it wouldn't be appropriate for minors. I would say maybe they haven't experienced this problem. Um, but as they age, they probably are going to and they should know and they should be able to stand up for what they believe in. And this is something that I very much believe in. But on a real note, after we get through that little rant about where I stand in life and things that I expect, um, we're kind of breaking down hopes and dreams for season three and um, just getting excited to sort of turn the chapter and as we build this out, start the next book. So uh, it gets weird, but stay with me. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, Every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we really never know where we're going because guess what? This is real life. And that really is the only place to start and end anything. So today we're going to go a little off topic. Okay. 
And I'm going to go ahead and voice my great thing, but it's going to be the exact opposite. This is not the greatest thing. This is quite possibly the worst thing. And if you're just tuning in to the show for the first time today, welcome. Gird your loins, good friend, because we are going all the way there and back two times and maybe three. Here we go. Okay, so I have been struggling because I am a self-taught and self-proclaimed minimalist. It is a topic of a lot of conversations. I get made fun of a lot for this, okay? No, I don't only wear white t-shirts, but yes, you will probably, if you see me more than once a month, see me in the same clothes, okay? It's intentional. I, I like having less for clarity of my mind and the operation of my life. Anyways, because of this, it's hard for me to like justify when I need something. And every time that I need something, I'm going to clear something else out. And so I had been fighting this idea that I needed new underwear. And usually, you know, I have a real cool mom and every Christmas she gets me new underwear. For some reason that hasn't happened for a couple Christmases now. And I, my underwear drawer has been struggling and it's been okay. Right. But like after you've worn underwear and please don't judge me. Okay. You can judge me after you've worn underwear for, I don't know, three or four years. Yeah. Uh, they get holes, you know, they're getting stretched out. I probably within the span of three or four years, I've buoyed between a medium and a large and stuff just fits different. So I finally am like, you know what? I'm going to buy the new underwear. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I, I just, I, I pulled the trigger, the same exact underwear, the same exact place that I always buy them from. And I felt so nervous about this because I'm like, no, these are my old faithfuls. These are like, we've been riding strong for four years with these. I can't just get rid of these. And some of them were like ripping out and it was time beyond, beyond time. No one should ride or die with underwear the way that I do, because obviously I'm a minimum. I do not wear the same underwear. I, I change my underwear every day, but I only have enough. So I would say that I keep mm, 10 pairs of underwear max. Um, yeah. So I, but I don't wear the same underwear. Okay. I change. I change the underwear. You should know this and feel safe about this, but it was time. I had to cycle some out. I had to throw some away. It was time to buy some new ones. So I bought new ones, felt excited. Actually, I had been waiting, like maybe they'll go on sale. Maybe they'll have the like buy so many for this price. And they did. And so I'm like, perfect. I'm going to get seven pairs of underwear. This is going to be great. I'm going to replace a bulk of the underwear that I used to have with this new underwear. And I'm struggling to transition early on when I get them and they're cute and they're pretty and I'm excited and right like you should have this new underwear vibe like you feel about new socks when I get a new pair of socks I am all the way in which it's almost time for me to buy a pair of new pairs of socks but I get really stressed out because socks come in big packs of six to like ten and there is not a chance that I need ten pairs of socks like two three 
maybe. So I got to just get my head right about that because I'm going to have to do a sock purchase at some point soon. Regardless, I don't need any more wool socks, but I do need regular socks that regular humans wear when it's not frigid temperatures that could definitely kill you if you walk outside. Okay. So I buy this, these new underwear. I'm all in. I put them on. I wear them. It goes good. It goes good. Okay. It wasn't even that scary. So I wear them and then I wash them and then I wear that same pair again. And I have to tell you, there is something going wrong with the under underwear industry. And I had seen a TikTok on this and I sort of like laughed it off like, oh, ha ha ha. They're shrinking the size of underwear, like the part that actually covers the things that you need covered. They're shrinking it. And I'm like, nah, not true. So when I tried on my underwear the first time. I'm like, that's not true. It hasn't shrunk. And then I washed them. And then I'm not kidding you. For a majority of the day, I'm half lipping it. Like half of everything that I own down there is out, hanging out, out the side, like just chilling, like it's sitting on a couch, elbow up, elbow out. That's part of what's going on down there. Okay. Imagine right? And if you're a male listening to this, you probably can't, but I'm trying to help you imagine this. You can't imagine what it feels like, but ladies, you certainly can, and you're welcome for describing it like this, but half of it's hanging out, okay? And this is concerning, right? Because, you know, dresses or life or anything, really, like, Half your shit shouldn't be hanging out. I don't know. When you think about coverage in comparison with males' underwear, like, there's no question. Nothing's going to be hanging out of that unless you wear boxers. But, like, that's a choice, okay? <laughs> you want shit hanging around, you choose boxers. I didn't choose this. I chose full coverage. I chose everything. Like, I chose what I had before, which was everything being in and secure in where I can feel that it's being supported. That's what I chose. This new purchase, I didn't choose this. I don't recommend. It's too small. So then this morning before I came on here, I'm like, Hannah, you better not come here with fake news. You better measure. And I will say after a wash, right? Because when I compared the new with the old, they were about the same. But then I compared my washed version with the old. And yeah, there's about a lip difference. Yeah. And I'm going to go there and be that extreme. And I'm sorry if you're young and you're not ready for the lip discussion. And maybe you don't have this issue yet, but I'm saying stuff down there is not shrinking. It's growing. And this missing a lip right? It's like a half a centimeter and that doesn't seem like a big deal, but that's an entire lip in a 30 to 40 age range, I would guess. Okay. And maybe I should stop. <laughs> I don't, I don't even think that this was, this was in the mature women's section. I'm not even like down the um, teenage branding lane anymore. This was real women's underwear. And so I expect real women sizing from now on. This needs to change. This is a drastic problem, okay? And like first real problems, 
rich kid problems. Like I should just go buy a bag of Hanes and get over it, but I can't. This is what I'm used to. And this is what I expect. I expect all lips and everything encompassing to be packaged, carried, and situated under the underwear that I purchased. And I don't understand why it changed. Like there couldn't have been a soul on earth that was like, you know what? Mm. I really think I want a, a, a thinner cut right down where it gets interesting, you know, cause I'm all for like, let's show a little booty. Let's show a little leg. Let's not have the whole stomach covered up with a, with a whitey tidy. Like let's mix it up. Let's make it interesting. I'm all for that, but no one is going less coverage on the vagina parts. Let's do less. Let's do less there specifically because maybe Someone seeing all the way inside of me would be cool if I'm accidentally sitting at a meeting wrong. That'd be cool. Let's try that. Let's see if we could work that angle, Victoria's Secret. Let's go there. Let's not. Let's give us back the half a centimeter or whatever you took away. We want it back. We want, we want all things concealed there. We want them in. We don't want them showing. Okay, and I, I, fine, we're going to explore different places to shop because these underwear will not do. I run, I wear dresses, I wear shorts and jeans and all the things. And I am telling you, I haven't experienced the discomfort that comes along with half a lip hanging out in jeans, but I don't think it probably feels good. And I'm not really willing to continue exploring what that looks like. Give me the half a centimeter back give it back. I need it. Not shrinking, growing. Okay. Two kids doesn't get smaller. I don't even know that the kids matter. Everything's growing. And I even tried to grow up. I'm like, fine. We, Hannah, grow up. You're a mature woman. You've had children. You should have graduated out of the pink underwear line. Let's buy the mature woman underwear. And I got less coverage. Does that make any sense? No, I understand. Teeny boppers, like you deserve all the least coverage that you want. I'm here for you. Yes, girl, work it. Wear the less. You can do it. Do it. But like, I aged out. I said, fine, I need the wrinkle line and I need the, the mom coverage. I need that. I accepted that willingly. I I was like, okay, I can't do the cool tropical prints. Like, let's graduate. Let's move into the monotones. You know, I I only was able to buy one pair of underwear that had like a cool tie-dye print. All the rest of them, blue, and red. I don't even think, yeah, I got a red. Red and, and purple and nude and black. Cool. White. Cool right? Like I, I willingly took that path. And then like, you give me less, I can't even imagine. And this is like the opposite of a great thing. This is a terrible thing. This is not something that this podcast is certainly going to fix, but I am like giving you a warning. We're getting less coverage and we deserve more. You deserve all the coverage in the world. You deserve to never question where anything's situated. You absolutely deserve that, okay? And so do I. And this is an extremely weird and not normal topic for the great thing, but I wanted to warn all of you, okay? It's happening. 
I saw it on TikTok and I was like, nah, probably not happening. That's not real. It's so real. I, I didn't believe it. I experienced it firsthand. It got weird. And then I actually measured it and it's a real thing. Okay. This is a, this is a warning to all of you who are looking to change underwear because I'm guessing that the one underwear company sort of leads the path and everybody follows. And so if everyone's underwear shrink in this specific region that I'm talking about, we are in big trouble. It's not good. Okay. And fine. I'm going to explore different options, but I just wanted all of you to be aware before you go, oh my gosh, seven for 25 or 37 or whatever the deal is. Cool. That's a great deal. And then you think that's a great deal. And then a week later you get them and you're sitting in them and you unexpectedly are like just hanging all out and you didn't know. Now you know. Now you know what to prepare for. And maybe it's the specific cut that I have. I don't know, but I want you to all be ready. It's a real thing. It is not just a TikTok trend. Okay, that's my great thing, but it was the opposite of a great thing. It was a complete like call to arms. Let's change the underwear industry, but we certainly aren't going to do that with this podcast, but maybe we could. I don't know. It's concerning. I'm half lipping it right now and I'm talking to you and it's weird. And now you know. Okay, let's go ahead and transition from there. I just, I I couldn't not talk about it, okay? It's weird. And <laughs> go ahead and ground yourself in your own greatness. You don't have to go off on a rant about your weird underwear problems that certainly no one cares about, but you're going to talk about anyways because it's real. It's real. And that is what we're going to talk about today. I want to welcome all of you to season three. And if there was a better way to kick off season three than a weird underwear talk where I specifically talk about um, junk hanging out, like I couldn't see any better way to launch into season three, to launch into really any season. Maybe this will be a, a reoccurring theme now. Maybe we kick every season off with weird discussions about our vaginas. I don't know. I really don't know. And that's what I love most about this show is you never know. And so I was thinking like, oh my gosh, season three, we get to record a new trailer. We get to record a new intro. We get to do all these things. That's so cool and so fun. And then I'm like, well, what's the promise of season three? Well, what was the promise of season two? And there is no promise. There's no guarantee. There's no... I have no idea what's going to happen at all. <laughs> and I was talking to someone last night, uh, a friend that I'm getting closer with, that if she ever listens to the show, we probably <laughs> would never be friends. But I was talking to her last night and I'm like, you know, I don't think, I know it's all crazy and that there's a lot to keep track of, but I don't think I'd, I'd have it any other way. I've had it the other way. And to be 100% honest and transparent and real, the other way was kind of uninspiring. Not all that challenging. Like, honestly, and I'm not saying that I'm better than anyone, but if I'm just honestly looking back at my life, like, I was the one that had to make it interesting. I was the one that had to throw in, like, Gosh, I raised the first child. And I'm like, well, 
that wasn't all that crazy. So let's do cloth diapers because at least there'd be something different and interesting to have accomplished here. And I have a weird way of thinking and certainly no one's going, let's make child raising more complicated. But that's sort of what was happening in my life. It was like, this isn't, I thought this was going to be harder. I thought that there were going to be mountains to climb. I thought that I was going to be challenged more. And more frequently, like I think it wasn't that I wasn't being challenged. It really was the pace I was used to, like every three, a buildup of every three months of like going out and accomplish something and building something and like getting to see the results that quickly, right? Getting to see how it played out that quickly and then coming back to the drawing board. And so when I got into adulthood, it was like, what? wait, what? We don't win all that often. We don't really have a way to measure that. What? I don't know. What are we supposed to do? And so now, right, the beauty of constructing your own life is that if that's what you want, then cool. Choose that pace. And I won't say that I've been in that place, right? Season two, (laughs) it's funny to talk about my life in seasons, but really that's how you experience life. In season two, it was very much like a slow all the way down. I would say that we almost pushed the pause button on my life and the way and the pace that I had been operating at. And I think the reason that I was operating at that pace was because like I needed more winning and it was never enough. And so we had to push a a pause on life in season two um, to like get back and better understand what it was about that pace that we liked, right? Did we like the challenge of accomplishing something? For me, now having enough time to sit, I really just like building things and then seeing and then coming back and re-tinkering, but like I want to be testing and challenging that monthly, weekly, daily. I like the idea of building a concept and then putting it out there. I will say the putting it out there has been something that I've had to overcome over time. The putting it out there, the testing, that has been a continued struggle. But I have, over the last six months, had people there to to back me and to say, And so that has helped definitely in just putting stuff out there. And that's so funny because it's like you put stuff out there every single day, Hannah, you are high. Why would you still struggle with that? I think it's anytime that you come up to a wall, you have the choice to stay right where you are or to make your life a million times harder and fucking climb. No one's going to judge you if you stay here. That's super hard about entrepreneurship. That's what's super hard about going out and living your dreams. No one judges you for staying. In fact, staying in front of the wall (laughs) is where a majority of people hang out. And so it's actually harder to leave, not because it's hard to climb the wall, because it's, it's hard to find people who are willing to climb with you. And so you're kind of alone. And by kind of alone, I mean, you're alone for a majority of it. 
right? Until other people see you climbing. And even if you're just two steps ahead of them climbing, they go, oh, she's climbing. There could be more of us doing that. Let's all go. Let's all start to climb, right? Hey, cool. Let's do this. And so that's season two. That's where we've been. And now season three, it's like we've built our way back up to a pace that I enjoy. Um, but I sort of forgot how or why I enjoy that. And more than anything, I had to come back to self so I could build a pace where I could actually enjoy the entirety of my life, not just the winning part, right? Because that was the the misbalance, the unalignment that I experienced with my corporate work. It was like, yeah, it was cool. But when I was winning, everyone else was suffering. Everyone else. But I was winning and I was in high spirits and it was the same with when I was coaching and both of those things would go together. And so that was all just Hannah town. Hey, I'm winning. Sorry, you're crying. Sorry, you don't see me, but I'm winning and this feels good. But it felt good at the sacrifice of everyone else. And I wasn't able to be present anywhere. I was always thinking about the next thing. And even though I was winning and it was super cool and I had trophies and like, trust, I got some trophies. Okay. And all those things were cool. But everybody that I cared about suffered as a result. And I don't believe that it has to be like that. And so that's what last year was, was just a callback to what do you want? I want to be present in anything that I'm doing. And it's funny because (laughs) that's what I started asking for this year, at the beginning of this year. Don't make me choose. I don't want to choose my presence over having to be somewhere being seven places at once, I don't want to choose. And every second since I haven't had to. And so this is what you should know. Um, I won't say this. I won't say that I have caused a lot of bad weather because it certainly isn't me. And the pandemic certainly wasn't because of me. But here's the thing. Last night, I had three things that I had to be at at one time. Three. Mm-hmm. And Hmm. Coincidentally, out of nowhere, out of the blue, just like snowstorms happened this winter, all of a sudden, right at the time where I had to be at three things at once, a tornado just pops on up at that exact time, right? And it was my kids' things, and it was my thing, and so it wasn't just me, but all of a sudden, right when I have to choose, I'm going to have to choose. We're going to have to pick one thing over three things. It's going to have to happen. All of a sudden, tornadoes pop up, and oh, everything gets canceled. Everything. Everything. And like, if it had happened even a half hour later, nothing would have been impacted. If it had happened even a half hour before, nothing would have been impacted, right? Bananas in absolute pajamas. 
But that's what I ask for. And that's what I receive. I receive presence as a result of asking in a way that I deserve it because I do. This is what I've been asking for. I've been writing, I am a present wife and mom in my journal every day for, let's see, um, I have five completed journals up there. Those journals are 90 days each. Actually, I have four right now, but I finished the fifth one. I just couldn't find a customized notebook, but I finally found one. So I have officially five that have been completed where I write the same exact things every single day, every morning. And that's one of the things that I ask for. And this year, as of six months ago, I started just acting as if I I deserve that for the first time. Like I deserve to be present. And so I'm not, I'm not even going to change my schedule. The universe is going to change my schedule for me. And so sometimes, yes, it has to be dramatic, but I will say every single time that I get double booked, which happens once in a while, because I'm still new at managing my own schedule and it just happens. Something happens and it changes and I never have to worry about it. I don't. And the few times that I've stepped in and been like, oh no, it's not going to happen. Like literally five minutes after I would have changed that thing or canceled that meeting, the person is emailing me and being like, hey, I got to reschedule or I got to cancel. Oh, I see that you canceled. Perfect. We'll get this in the book some other time. Like it happens. We just have to be specific about what we're asking for. And then act as if it's already happening for us and not question it. I just am working to to stop questioning it. I felt overwhelmed last night. I'm like, oh no, how are we going to be here, here, and here? How are we going to manage all of this? How is all of this going to happen? And boom. Okay? It happens. And I asked for that gift a long time ago. And so now I can just sit back and, and watch myself receive it and not even question it because it's happened over and over and over again, right? And it's not like, oh, I want out of those things because I'm tired or I'm these things. It's like, I want to be able to be present in everything that I do. And that includes my home life with my family, with my kids, with whoever, right? With my friends, with my business partners. I want to be present. I don't want to be a hundred places at once. It doesn't serve anyone. And so that's the ask, right? My presence. And we have seen, as I've begun to build this new life, I've seen where I can get running faster than my feet can carry me and get carried away. And so I have to stay focused on what presence looks like. It's not mom sitting on her computer, unless I'm saying that, hey, I'm going to come down here and work while you guys play. Or, hey, I'm going to watch a movie with you, but it's not, I'm going to watch a movie with you. Also work on my social media strategy while I'm sitting on the couch with you. I don't want to do that. If I'm hanging out, we're hanging out. You can tap into me. I am physically and mentally here for you. 
watching the movie and fully absorbing it, reading the book and really reading the words. I don't want to half-ass this stuff. I want to be half-present for everything. I want to be fully here. And I'm really excited because I think as we move into season three, this is our third year of coming here every day and reflecting on life and, and continuing to move forward towards what alignment looks like for one human being. And hopefully that inspires other people to go out and do things like that. And your journey there is going to be drastically different from mine, but all rooted in the fact that you deserve your dream life. You deserve to ask for the things that you want. You deserve to build the life that you want. You are so beyond deserving of this simply because of the fact that you were born, period. And that's what the death of a dream is all about. And I'm excited for season three to keep growing, to keep going, to keep finding what alignment looks like and to keep asking for the things that I know I deserve and hopefully that inspires you to do the exact same. I'm excited to be in season three. I'm so excited to have all of you here with me and just keep living life and keep showing up to fight for your dreams because you deserve them. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world and the underwear industry because we deserve the fullest of coverage. Hey, you've made it all the way here. And I do want to tell you that this is like where the real listeners go to get the inside track because we have started to work with Brain.fm, which is an incredible meditation, creative focus app, which actually helps with all of those things. Focus, relaxation, creativity. Like I utilize it in so many different ways and I didn't realize that it was sort of the music app that I was lacking. And I was excited when they reached out to become an affiliate of this show um, and help my listeners utilize this platform for all the things that we talk about on this show, because music is one of those things that allows you to tap in and go to a higher level quicker than you could if you were just doing it on your own. So this helped so much in my meditative practice. It helped me from the mind wander that was constantly kind of coming up. It helped when I was in workflow for my mind to not wander into the lyrics of songs. It helped sort of just create this white noise in the background. And then this was the most unexpected help that happened. <laughs> it also helped with like getting my kids to bed and waking them up in the morning, I noticed that the general frequency of what usually would have been an up and down experience sort of levels. And we all just experience this common calmness in all those instances where in a lot of nights and mornings, we'd have so many ups and downs. It leveled all of that out. So I'm excited. If you use the code, the death of a dream, you get 10% off of your subscription to that. Now, what I do love about it is that if it's not helping you, you can just end that subscription. So to try it for a month, 
it might cost you about three bucks. Okay. See if you like it. See if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can always stop. Um, <laughs> but if it does, I think it's a really great way to tap into this self meditation, focus, presence work that we're always staying conscious of. I will have the link in the show notes every day for you to go ahead and check that on out. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, a post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness, Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.